Thank you, Daphne. Morning, church. <laughs> oh, boy. I thought she already worked, you know, kind of uh, stand up from her chair. So I thought she wanted to, you know, do something and talk something about Pastor Dora and ministry or something. <laughs> anyway, glad to be here, back again, uh, to be able to serve God standing here and, and uh, sharing the Word of God. Yeah, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Pastor Dora approached me and sort of was saying, nah, can you, and, you know, uh, share so I said, I don't know what to share. I said, oh, I just share this. And so this topic came about. So if you go the the uh, the the first slide, that would be nice. Thank you. Simple living. The first slide. Just the topic. Yep, the first slide. Back. Yeah, that's the one. Oh. <laughs> Technology. See, it's supposed to be simple, right? <laughs> no, can't do this first slide, apparently. Oh. Yep, simple living. There you go. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, this life uh, meant to be kind of a, with the technology happening, you know, around us. I'm a technology person, as you know, you know, I worked for many years as a software programmer, and then there's a certain principle that we follow as a programmer, there's an if-then-else kind of principle, you know, if this, do that, so we always plan for certain things and certain particulars, you know, we have to plan everything ourselves in terms of our code to make sure that the code, when you click something, some users might do something a bit uh, odd and unexpected, so we have to cater for everything. And then there's a principle in our coding that says, when you do a code, it's called KISS. K-I-S-S. It's called keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> so, it's kind of a, when you, uh, you can, as a programmer, you know, you can, uh, if you start a program, uh, as a programmer, you might, wrote a code that is probably, to you, is kind of a very long code, but actually doing a little things, you know. But if you're more expert in the, doing your programming, you don't have you need a lot of codes, but you can do a lot of things with just a simple code. It's because of you, uh, you master the arts of programming, so it's easier for you to understand how all things together. So unfortunately, our life in this world is not as kind of a, you know, this device called mobile phone. I remember in the past where my sister came with a huge box. I thought, what is, what, what? She came home, she worked in a bank, and she's the manager of the bank, and she came home with a big box, huge box. If you, you see in a battery box, it's almost like that. And I said, what is it? What, what was it? And she said to me, it's a mobile phone. <laughs> it's a satellite phone. So back then, the satellite phone is huge, like a box. And she has to carry that around in order to make a phone call. And then, suddenly it came about, and it became like, almost like a brick. I, I got one of those phones, a um, Motorola. It's a, it's a brick phone, basically. It's so heavy that you, if you, can, you can break the house by a door <laughs> using that phone. <laughs> it's huge. I don't have the picture of it, but it's huge and heavy. And now the technology has moved on, and now we have this phone, you know, in the tip of our hand. But the problem is, with the evolvement of the technology, it's meant to make us life more simpler, right? To help us, to assist us. But the thing is, they're, they're, they're building so much into this technology, and it becomes so complicated, and most Average user confused and doesn't not even know how to use it. <laughs> There's an app for this, an app for that. There's app here, app here, app, 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 app. Everything is just app, 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 app. They close all the branches because I work in a bank and they give you the power, you know, to do whatever you like if you have the knowledge to do it. So knowledge is important. So you can go through this and use this technology to benefit you, not to confuse you. you know? 
So, yeah. So I think one more thing that uh, that probably be fun of doing, paying bills. You know? Paying bills, simple, right? It's supposed to be simple. I don't know how many bills you have at home. You got an electricity bill, maybe you have a gas bill, you know. You got an insurance bill for your health insurance, maybe for your car. I don't know how many cars you have, maybe two cars, two insurances, you know. And after that, you're going to have to have the RICQ maybe to, road, to cover your road, body. There's so many things, you know, that we have to cater for. There one, there one time, I, I, I need to share this story maybe. I look after the bills for my house. My wife didn't look after the bills. So, and then one time, the, the, a message um, popped up saying that, this particular bill due, which is a registration for my wife's car. I thought, oh, yes, okay, yep, got it. <laughs> I forgot to put it in my calendar. And she was driving, uh, you know, uh, to pick up uh, Joseph or Jonathan to, uh, from school. And then suddenly in the back of the car, there's a police car, siren, and then not with the lights on. And she was wondering who actually this is for. And then it seems that the police keep following. <laughs> so she stopped. And then she stopped. And the police said, uh, your driving license and the normal stuff, you know. And then the, the police said, uh, do you know that you're driving an unregistered car? <laughs> I forgot to pay for the registration of the car. And they canceled the registration. And the pain and the trouble I have to go through to re-register, plus the additional dollar, dollar, dollar cost of the fine, paying the registration, just because a very simple thing, I forgot to pay the bill. You know, so life can turn around for us very quickly, and because a simple things that we done that we missed, you know. I think many of us experience this in our lives. Let's go to the next slide. So, yeah, if you look at these photos, if you look into your lives at the moment, which one is most likely is yours? The left-hand side or the right-hand side? I guess hold that thought for a moment. So, yeah, you know, there's interesting photos there. So, next slide, please. There's one thing that we need to understand as Christians, that God is the creator. And the issue sometimes is we are so busy and we want to handle everything. Like me, I want to make sure all the bills are paid. You know, I make sure everything is done. Because sometimes I tend to kind of forget that everything that I have, everything that I own, actually not mine. I'm just a steward. I'm not the owner of my life. I'm not the owner of my financial. Everything belongs to our God. So I think this is a very good attitude, that, uh, right attitude that we have to have first in our mindset, to change and transform our mindset. To, if you want to simplify our life, first of all, we have to simplify it here in this mind. Who owns the one that you have, the car that you park in front now today that you drive? Are you thinking about, it is mine, you know? If someone maybe scratch your car a little bit, you upset because that's mine, you know. Little kids sometimes, you know, when you uh, certain age, they don't sh- they don't know how to share. If I go to Sunday school when they were still young, they wouldn't know how to share. If they have the toy, they hold it. They wouldn't give it away. If somebody try to grab it, they say, "Wow!" <laughs> I saw, yeah, kids like that, you know. And then, yeah, it's. It's just a, for us, we need to know, are we the steward? The mentality of that, what we have is, 
God's or what we have is ours. I give you an illustration. I, I remember this illustration vividly. Uh, and then t- I remember it so much that I still remember it now. I, I, I heard this years ago, years ago. It's a story about the, a rich person, a rich guy, rich man, that has a mansion with 100 rooms. And then he invited Jesus to come to visit, stay for the couple of days in his house. So, and then he put the best room as part of the mansion out of the hundred. He gave one best room for Jesus because he wanted to give the best for his Lord. Jesus said, okay, thank you. Come in to the house. Stay there. Around about midnight, there's a knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. Oh, who was actually, you know, this is quite late. And he opened the door, and there was this devil standing, and then tried to get into the house. And he was fighting against this devil, and finally he managed to push the devil away, with exhaustion, of course. And then he was crying when he was pushing the devil, Jesus, help me! Jesus, help me! Jesus, help me! But nowhere to be found. He didn't even hear the sound of Jesus. And then the next morning when he woke up, he said, he came to the room of Jesus and said, Jesus, what's going on? Why don't you help me? The devil was standing. I was fighting. He tried to come into my house, tried to rob me, you know? Jesus said, yeah, but you only give me one room. You know? And then he, and then he said, okay, I'll give you ten. Ten rooms, Jesus with a grumble a little bit, you know. The next night, same thing happened. He said, Jesus, why don't you help me? You give me only 10. All right, give you 50. I give you 50. Repeat again, same thing happened again. And he got frustrated the next day and said, Jesus, I don't care anymore. I don't, I don't care about this house, whether the devil is going to rob it or whatever. I give everything to you, Jesus. I give everything to you. And then on the night, same thing happened. The, the door got knocked, and he said, I don't care because I give it to Jesus. And then suddenly he hear the step coming from above. Step, 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 step. And then he said, oh, there must be Jesus. So he just keep relaxing and continue on his sleep, basically. And as soon as... Jesus opened the door and said, what do you want? And the devil said, "Uh, sorry, wrong address. (laughs) Wrong address. He just flee. So it's an illustration of our life, you know. Sometimes we kind of hold to things. We have many rooms that say, Jesus, this is mine. No, that's not yours. This is, we want to keep things. And sometimes we wonder, why we are sweating, why our life becomes so complicated, why this doesn't work for us, why Jesus doesn't help us, it's because we might not surrender everything to him yet. Because we want to hold even one particular room in our life for ourselves. I hope this is not us. This is somewhere else. Next one. Yeah, the earth is the Lord's and everything in, the, in it. The world and its people belong to him. Amen. So have this mindset, church. Let's have this mindset. Keep reminding ourselves because our flesh always try to say, this is mine because of my hard work, because of my this, because of my that. And we become like uh, precious to us and we want to keep it. So we have to change our mindset to say, Lord, what do you want me to do? Lord, this is yours, Lord. Come on, have your way, God. You know, use me, Lord. So we are his steward. I know that every one of us has many different gifting. If you look at the story of the talents, uh, the master going away overseas and then give the talents to the servant and said, this is five for you, there are two for you, this is one for you. 
all of us come to a different upbringing, different you know, condition back in the past. Our abilities may be there because of the schooling, the study, and what's happened in circumstances in our life. We might not born to a family that is probably you know, well off. But I believe that God has entrusted us as a steward, whether it's five or two or one. There are certain things, that, there are certain talents, capability, ability that no one else can do but us alone. And God has given us to every one of us, you know. And he expected that all of these gifts and talents that we given to us be fruitful, be multiplied. So we cannot have an excuse and say like the one, the one with the one talent, they say, the five one said, "Hey, the Lord, uh, uh, my God, uh, my Lord, you came. I get, I, I, I invested another five. And they say, well, good and well done, my servant. Another, the one with the two, same thing. I have now four out of two. They said, well, well done, my servant. And the one said, oh, I know that you are a very hard taskmaster. I buried it. I didn't do anything with it. Now, I give it you back what, you know, you give me one, I give you back one. That is not the right attitude. That's not what God wants us to be. As a steward, God wants us to be managing, to be a, man, a manager of what is, this, what is the one that we're managing? Managing our lives, order our lives. So what? So that our lives cannot be too complicated, too problematic, that we cannot see the hands of God. We cannot see the, 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 the things surrounding us. A lot of people probably, if we are, we are blessed by the Lord and our life is ordered, I believe that God's prosperity, God's blessing will flow through us and through us, God will call us to help others, to build the church. And we can't do that if our life is already a, a mess. If we can't handle our lives properly, if we cannot be uh, the right steward of God, we can't be a blessing. It's hard to be a blessing because there's still a lot of challenges, things that we haven't dealt with even within our lives. Okay, next slide, please. Now my, my super phone hanging. <laughs> it's funny, you know, talking about the technology. I have a very old iPad that I used to use uh, for the church here when we did the singing. We have the iPads there with our app. But the iPad is so old that today I try to, uh, you know, connect to it. So I can, because everything now in the cloud. So all my files, including this one, I don't store it in my computer because my computer, if the hard drive crashes, everything will lost. So I store it in the cloud. It's called Google Drive or OneDrive for the, if you use uh, Microsoft, it's called OneDrive. And then in order for me to connect to that, those cloud, there's a certain security features within that drive that my old iPad, the operating system is so archaic, so old, it cannot longer talk to each other. <laughs> and then my wife said, you need a new iPad. I said, yeah, I know. It's been probably for many years. I suppose to have a new iPad. But I never really need it anymore because the phone do everything for me now. You know? I don't need the iPad anymore because my phone is actually more powerful enough to do everything that I need. Until now, of course, it's hanging. Anyway, all my notes are here, so I'm going to just go by the slides. <laughs> so, efficient, 5, 15, 16. So be careful how you live. Don't be like the fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. So, I think it's the, the speak uh, quite clearly. You know, that we have to be Wise, not to be fools. So, there's a spiritual side. There's also the man side. Like for me, I'm the programmer. If I don't learn, the 
every year, maybe I don't know how many programming languages. I just name it for instance. Back in the uni days, I only there's a language called programming language called Basic. So it's very easy one. That's why we call it Basic. And there's another one called C languages. And then there's another one they call it Pascal languages. There's another one called RPG languages. There's another one they call COBOL languages. And there's another one called Assembler, which is a very difficult and hard language to learn because it's all machine language. It's like binaries and one and zeros and register, we call it. But this language is not, doesn't stop there. It just keeps coming. And I have to keep kind of a, keep track and try to learn these new things that keep coming. I'm pretty sure Dr. Liu has the same issue as a doctor. You don't learn as a doctor and stop there. But as technology progress, things, new things happen. You have to keep up, you know, uh, to it. And it takes a while, it takes time. So how we have to keep, you know, I don't learn every, every single new languages, of course, but I tend to kind of uh, uh, try to understand a little bit on the high level of what they're going to do for me because I might be able to use that to my advantage because if I keep stuck in my old time of my old languages here sitting there, the way they, they do the coding is kind of uh, not as efficient of the new languages. So if I learn the new language, I can code less. Kiss, remember? So I've, I've, I, instead of writing 1,000 lines of codes with the new language, I might be able to do it within 100 lines of code. From complex to simple because of the knowledge. Similar thing to principal things, right? If you have the knowledge... The Word of God, the Word of God will untangle our life, will help our life. So all this, you don't have to do 1,000 codes. You maybe only need to do the 150 lines of code because of the wisdom that you get from His Word, from the Word of God. He's the source. We, we talked about before. He owns everything. He's the creator. If you need anything, the best way to learn in terms of the spiritual life, spiritual living, is go to the Bible, read it, understand it, ask Holy Spirit. And I'm pretty sure there will be a lot of insight and hindsight that He will give us so that our lives can be ordered so we become simpler, not complicated. Next slide, please. Ah, busyness. We're not busy, are we? Nobody busy here. <laughs> and Jesus answered and said to her, this is about Martha. Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. Yeah, I mean, this modern life, I mean, quite used when you say to friends or whatever, oh, I can't make it because, oh, I got, to, I got to do this. I have to do that, you know. Busy, 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 like the bee. <laughs> Our life is always like busy, busy, working, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't know where you are. It's kind of a, instead of the right, I put a, a person in there just to be clear. We might be so busy, but we're not going anywhere. It's just like a rat race there. Busy, 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 but not going anywhere. Your, our life, our direction, everything, just keep going the same thing, recycling. And the other part of that is the next slide. The opposite of it. There you go. Laziness. Exclusive 10, 18. It says there, If a man is lazy, the rafters sag. And his hands are idle, the house leaks. So there's a one busyness, 
The other side is laziness. So how do you balance this? So I would, I would go back to when God created the world. When he created the whole world, remember? Day one, day two, day three, four, five, six, all is good. And day five, what happened? He rests. Sabbath. So, in this life, I think we need to have a balance. We need to have that. Sunday, the reason why we have Sunday is because a day of rest. And sometimes, we are so busy, even on Sunday, we have to do something. And our priorities get messed up. Instead of putting God first, when I first became a Christian, I, was, I have to sit in a class, and the class called First Things First. So it teaches me how to order my life, what is the priority of my life, how to handle, how to choose, how to select, so you don't choose the wrongly, and you don't select wrongly, that it's going to mess up your life. Just one wrong decision can bring your life down to the spiral, definitely. I think some of you probably have experienced that. My wrong decision to postpone the payment of that registration of the car <laughs> cost me <laughs> time, cost me money. So I, I believe church... We need to be wise in everything that we do. God has given us the, the blueprint, I would say. I would say. There's a time when we start in the morning, in the, throughout these 24 hours, we all have the same 24 hours. How much time are we going to spend? Just to say, God, today, what do you want me to do? Are there certain things that I can do more efficiently, Lord? Guide me so I can probably meet someone or give me an idea so this complex issue can be solved without me sweating so much so I can do things more efficiently. And give me a good connection that through this connection, I can actually achieve more if I try to do it with my own strength. Now the next one. We talk about the time before. So we are called to manage as a steward to manage our time, to make sure that you spend time and allocate time properly and not so busy or not too lazy that you don't do anything and you don't get any result and anything done. But we have to set a time for us to be able to sit like what Mary did instead of Martha get busy, what Mary did, sit in, in front of Jesus, at the feet of Jesus to listen what he has to say. And the second thing that we have to manage as a steward of God is money. I think everyone knows this. Exclusive too. Uh, whatever my eyes. This talking about, you know, the richest man in the world back then. He's the Elon Musk of the day back then. Solomon. I, I wouldn't really compare Elon Musk and him probably. He's a lot more. He got 1,000 wives. <laughs> you know? He, got, he said, that's the word of Solomon. Whatever my eyes desire... I did not keep from them. I did not withhold my heart from any pleasure. He can, he have all the money, he have all the power to buy anything if he want. He said, if I want that, yes, I got it, you know. But at the end, he said, everything is just no profit under the sun. Why? It means that power Money, fame cannot make you 
happy, isn't it? I think we've seen it. I did a bit of research about the lotto winners. Like most of them that actually became rich very quickly, they lost it very quickly as well, unfortunately, because they didn't know how to manage money, unfortunately. So, yeah. So we have to be able to manage money. If we don't manage money, our life can be really complex, real bad, real bad. I personally, um, like uh, everyone maybe know credit card, right? <laughs> a credit card, you can use it for your benefit, but it can also be a trap. For me personally, I purposely did not, uh, do not want when the company, when I applied for the credit card, they said, we'll give you this much amount. I said, no, no, no. I don't want that much amount. I just want this little bit amount. I just want a little because if I hit that limit, I know exactly that I spend too much. It's a warning sign to me. And my son and probably Burley, probably in a few times, go to the shop, tap, Decline. <laughs> What's that? Decline. Yeah, sorry, over limit. <laughs> I, I did it on purpose, so I know as soon as it hit the limit, that, that's the warning bells, you know. It's not the first time, many times it happened. It's inconvenience for her and for me sometimes, but it's good for me in a, a sentence, that it protect. We do have a backup though. As I said before, as a programmer, we always plan for everything. So we do have a backup. So I have the second one that has similar number, but I don't carry it on my wallet or for anything. It's just for emergency purpose. If that hitting the limit and there's the urgent that we have to get this because we are sitting on the LD. We need to pay for this grocery. LD, when you go to the counter, they beep, 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 done. Hang on. I, I haven't done, <laughs> I haven't even put all this stuff in my bag, but they're so fast. Boop, 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 done. You know, and then all the queues, they want to clear the queue as, fit, as fast as possible, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, praise the Lord. I got, yeah, so that's the way I, I manage mine, for instance. You know, you, you might manage your financial differently, but I, I like to keep, set the boundaries to myself and to, yeah, so that we kind of, uh, when we hit the limit, we know this is the alarm bells are ringing. And then part of the things I, I like when we went to the seminar with Uncle Bob in the past, about seminar about financial, I remember still budgeting, you know, about cash flow, you know, making sure that you don't spend more than you earn. Because if you spend more than you earn with the credit card call, you know, with the pay this, what buy now? What got? Buy now, pay later. Don't worry, just buy, buy, <laughs> get it now because you want it, right? Need and want. You want it, get it, pay later. You know, that will create that it become an a trap to us financially, and our life can be quite complicated because we have to deal with probably I work in a credit card company in the past that's my first job to be, actually um, and then sometimes there's a big guy came came into our office and I was checking with some of the customers says, who are they they're debt collectors oh no wonder <laughs> big guys so they are sent to do what? Debt collecting. And they can be quite rough, actually, unfortunately. You don't, mean to, you don't want to have those big guys knocking on your door. <laughs> Certainly not me. So I, I'd rather have and manage my financial and money properly, I guess. Yes, next one. Yeah, one thing I've, I forgot to mention, a bit of testimony. It's about 
are a matter of our hearts, where we put our hearts. Um, before I came to Australia, I, I applied a job and I was given, and I was interviewed by two companies. One is ANZ, second one is Suncorp. One in Melbourne, second one is in Brisbane. One in Melbourne, ANZ, more money. Second one in Brisbane, less money. Melbourne, in Indonesia back then, we don't know Brisbane. We only know Gold Coast. We never heard of Brisbane at all. The other thing, Melbourne, I don't know anyone. Brisbane, I know someone that asked me to come to Brisbane to assist with the ministry because he's starting a church. Melbourne, more money. Brisbane, less money. Melbourne, no ministry. Brisbane, ministry. So I thought, it's no brainer. Back then, I was already in the Lord. It's no brainer. I'm not even thinking about Mel- uh, Melbourne. I choose straight away coming to Brisbane. And until now, I still work for the same company. Back in '98, where I joined the company, October Suncorp, and still now, I still work for the same company. So I believe that if we, our hearts are right before Him. God will always give us free will. He will lead and guide us and will probably nudge us a little bit and say, you know, he provides other guidance from the sermon, from the words that we listen. But it's, at the end of the day, we are the one that have to make the decision. Whether we're going to the left, whether we're going to the right. If you make to the wrong decision, if you know you're driving a car, if you make the wrong decision, you can, instead of going to A to B, you can easily go to A, C, D, B, C, bike again, and then finally you go to B because you made the wrong turn, right? So I think it's, it's, yeah, it's a blessing that we can live with God and involve Him. Just what I mentioned earlier, that our life is not ours, it's his. So it's easier and simpler for me to keep asking the master and let the master guide me, lead me, you know, uh, open the doors for me. It's a lot easier like that rather than me sweating and try with my own strength. Next one. Yeah. Don't store your treasure here in this world, where all oh, relationship. If you go back to the base one. I think we can move, move on. It's okay. Yeah, relationship. Now, we are us, we are the manager, we are the steward of time, of our money, and also our relationship. If you mess up our time, our life can be complete, get complicated very quickly. We mess up in terms of managing our financial, our life can become complicated quickly. Relationship is a big one too. Matthew 23 37 to 38, Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. Where is our priority? First thing first. Where is God in terms of our schedule? Where is God in terms of our decision? First thing first. We sell that we love God. Do we involve Him with our decision making? With the relationship, I find it. Yeah, God is so good. So good. I, 
I study in the university on the second year when I study, I already you know served in the ministry with the choir and all of that, and I get uh, know few peoples within the Christian community within our university uh, it's a um, yeah. Uh, and then on the second year, I thought most of the people, about 70% of our university students there, uh, is, because the university is very hands-on, most of them, about 50% maybe, not 70%, they all start work earlier. Because back then, uh, the computer is kind of uh, starting. I remember that before I, I was in the high school, I, I don't, computer is very expensive. No one owns a computer back then. And we, we go to the, to the exhibition, com, computer exhibition. There's one command line that I know. It's called DIR, DIR, which is to list the directories. And I was, when I was standing on the computer and typed that command and it works, I was like, wow, so excited, you know. That's a very basic command. <laughs> But it was so excited. I see it works. I said, wow, this awesome computer and all of that, you know. Uh, I end up, uh, I, I just under the story how I end up in, into the computer. And it's, it's again, I, the step of the righteous man are order of the Lord. I think, as I mentioned earlier, you put God first. God can transform and change. And so, cutting a long story short, and one person came to me, a friend of mine, said, Hey, Rudy, do you want a job? I heard that this company looking for someone. I said, oh, yeah? Yeah. So I'm the second year of uni. Little, no little bit of programming, but not, doesn't know much at all, you know? Just starting to learn how to program. I said, yeah, just go and create a CV and then apply. I said, yeah, but what CV? <laughs> I don't have any experience. Second uni. Second year in uni. Anyway, I'll put whatever. And I just come and then submit my, my CV. And then I get approved. I get accepted my first day. My first, uh, first day job. Because of what? Relationship. Because of the friend. It's good to have good people around us, not bad people, definitely. So be careful, be wise of who you befriend with. The friend can either make you or break you. It's just a favor of God, I think, that I surrounded myself back then with the people that loves me, that really want to support me. So I get my first job, from that friend. One application, one job. When I worked there, uh, by the way, I only get paid $40 a month. <laughs> at that time, money, I don't think about money at all, to be honest. I just say, as long as I get my foot in the door, I'm Okay. Even if it's free, I'm willing to work for free as long as I have the experience. So I don't care how much money they're going to pay me. They pay me 40 bucks. I'm happy. Take it away. One month, for a month, 40 bucks. Why not? I'm happy just to be there. So, yeah. And that, that particular job opened another opportunity for me. Again, relationship is very important. I have friends on the company, not enemies in the company. And because I have friends in the company, not even my co-worker in my department, somewhere else, which is a customer service, because sometimes I just have a chat with them during lunchtime, and then they said, oh, this is quite a nice guy. By the way, my husband actually worked in a software company. Do you want to work for my husband? Oh, yeah? 
Yeah, he go overseas all the time. Have you been to overseas? I said, no. <laughs> Our company doesn't send that back then. It's a financial credit card company. Just started uh, my first job. And yeah. And he said, yeah, you should go and apply. Uh, I Give the CV to me, uh, your CV. And I give it to my husband. And surely I said, yeah, why not? So I said, I'm, I'm a loyal person. This company has helped me. So I, I don't want to just go. After the first, uh, it's, this is about four years later. I'm still in that company, but I finished my uni. And I went to my manager and said, Hi, boss, by the way, I finished my uni. Can I get a pay raise of the 40 bucks? And then the, my manager said, Oh, sorry, Rudy. We are in the middle of transitioning. We, get, we are getting bought by General Electric GE Finance. And then we can't actually ask anything for now. I said, okay, that's fine. Uh, no problem. And this opportunity came through a friend. And, then, and I applied for that. And I applied for that job. And I got that job as well. Through what? Through a? Good relationship with another person within the same company. So I believe this is not coincidence. So it is, I think for us as Christians, sometimes we, we take things for granted. The people around us, you know, we, we might be, you know, you, know, you never know that you be kind to others. What you're going to... We look really about love your God with all your heart. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. So if you love your neighbors, love your neighbors and show respect and be kind to them, you never know what the neighbors can bring you. So I landed the second job, which paid me probably four times higher than my first job. Just like that. No sweating, no struggling whatsoever. I I didn't break this for myself. I break this because of what the Lord is doing. I'm just saying the favor of God if we manage our relationship well, the blessing that comes is just unbelievable. I don't even have to ask for the job. Somebody came and asked me whether I want to actually apply for the job. And the way I landed here in Australia, same thing. I worked for that company after for many years and my manager, the my the one that my friend's husband moved to Australia. And he works for Suncorp. And I work for another project with a different software. Totally different things. And I got the guy from Australia running the project. I'm the project manager back then. He's the programmer. And then after the project finished, I said to him, Hey, Mike, what are you doing? He said, Hey. Rudy, you know what? Project's done. I'm up. I'm on to my next one. So what are you doing now? I'm applying. Why don't you do the same? I said, can, you, can I do that? Yeah, yeah. For a person like you, you should be able to do it. Why not? I said, I never thought of that at all. To apply and send my CV overseas? I don't even have the kind of a, I don't even trust myself to apply for another job in, back then in Indonesia, let alone thinking of going to overseas. But, but through this, God opened the door. You kind of hang on, why not? You go and do it. I said, okay, I'll go back to the office and do it. And then apply. I create my CV in English, send it off. And a week later, I got re- responded. As I tell you earlier, INZ or Suncorp, I got the interview and both of them actually accepted me. So yeah, if I look at that, I just say, oh God, how good you are, Lord. It's kind of a, you are so kind. You are so good. You know, I, I don't have to struggle to find these jobs from the first, the second, and now the third one. You, you really so good. You just open the doors, basically. Open the doors, given the opportunities. 
I just say, oh, Lord, you are so good. We got an amazing God. He wants to bless us so much, you know. Just for us to put first thing first, priority. I mean, it's uh, knowing that our life is his. He can use it to whatever, you know. Of course, he did our cooperation. Invest in our life in the knowledge of God. Of, if you are working like me, if you have to invest your knowledge in understanding the things that you have to do to achieve a better way of doing things in your life to be more simple, why not, you know? I'm pretty sure God is, yeah, God will equip us, enabling us. So bless the works of our hands. So whatever we do is prosperous because we are good steward. We're managing our lives properly according to his perfect will. Back again to the next slide. Next one. Yep, back to the, our first picture. So where are we now? I'm pretty sure that we don't want to have the very complicated lives. We want to order our life to, to be simpler, not too messy. And one of the things that is kind of a super important from all these things that we discuss about time, about money, relationship is one thing that can break them all is a sin. Where you are, if you want to become from the left to the right, you cannot do it with your own strength. Remember the illustration I gave about the rooms? You can't do it with your own strength to uncomplicate your life from there to there. You can't be sinning and expect God to do something for your life. Because God is clearly say He is holy. He expects us to be holy as well. Not mucking around with Him. He has given Jesus. If you're not Christian at the moment, this is a good time. Sin will bring a lot of complexity in our lives. If you don't believe me, try to lie. And then you will find yourself to create another lie to cover the first lies. And you get the second lies. And after that second lie, you have to remember your first and the second lies. You have to create another lies to cover the first and the second. <laughs> and if you had so many lies, you don't even know which one is which anymore. Your, your brain going to mess up very quickly. <laughs> yeah. What about the same thing? Uh, unfaithfulness, sin. Your life can be messed up very quickly if you become unfaithful. So it's important for us to order our life to know that church is very good because it teaches us how to order this life. Don't just take it as if, oh, yeah, if I have time, I'll go to church on Sunday, you know, lightly. It's not my priority. That's what you're saying, basically. God, you're not really my priority. I got more important things to do. I got the beach waiting for me. Oh, I got the sports, the ball waiting for me. Oh, I got this waiting for me. I got that waiting for me. It's just, we are so messed up in terms of our priorities. And we don't put first thing first. And then we wonder why our life will become so complex, so messy. And we, and we turn to God and say, God, what you did, to, what have you done to me? God didn't do anything. We've done it to ourselves, unfortunately. Yeah, we, we make the wrong choice. We make the wrong choice. We, meet the, we surround ourselves with wrong people. We, uh, we let loose of our lust and buy anything, especially now with online eBay and now Amazon. One day delivery. You order today, tomorrow it arrives. Yeah. You know, and you keep buying, 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 buying. It's so quick. So, yeah. If you don't know Jesus, it's a good time for you. To, if you're, there's only way to entangle all the mess in the life is to come to Him. He's the Creator. 
He said, honor, submit to the Lord, submit your life to Him, put Him first, uh, involve Him in your decision making, in all your decision making. Don't, don't ignore Him. And if you start doing these things, you will, want, you will see the wonder of God. Of when you put him first, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things shall be added unto you. You'll be surprised of how things are going to fall into places, not because of your effort, not because you are smart, not because you are rich, not because you are capable, but because of the grace of God in your life. It's because of His grace. His grace just come. He's attracted to you. The blessing attracted. You become a magnet. God cannot resist us. Cannot resist you. You can, you can imagine if cannot resist you, you know. Because you are so attracted. Attracting His presence. So what are we attracting in our lives? Are we attracting the presence of God? Or are we attracting some other presence? It's a good time to ponder and think and review and see where we are at. And hopefully that we can order our lives according to the scripture, according to the word of God. Get the priority right. And I believe, because the word of God promised that, that he will bless you. He will, we sing that song, upon generation to generation to generation to many generations. I believe that for me. I believe that for my family. He will bless me. He will bless my sons, my generation to come. Because of what? I believe he's a faithful God. He's the one that promised, always keep his promise. He never failed me and he will never ever fail me. He never failed us. He is good all the time. So let's give him the platform. Let's give him the time. Let's give him who he is. He's the creator of this universe. He's our Lord. Let's give him 100% of the rooms in our hearts. Let's not having something that is we clinging on. I think you will see the, the transformation, how God can change you into his image from glory to glory. It will bless your time. It will bless your relationship. It will bless your financial, financially. You will see the hands of God in the land of the living, and you can see the mighty works of God. And you not only just start seeing changing in your life, your family life, but you will see that changing of the people around you just because you are faithful or become his steward. So, yeah, I think this is the, the message that I want to share today. So, let's bow our heads together. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for today, Lord. I thank you, God, that you have uh, given us, Father, Jesus. And through Jesus, Father, we can, Lord, access your grace. We can access all the things that you have for us, that you have installed for us, Lord. Yet your God is kind. You are good. You never, Lord, design or plan anything bad in our life, but our steps are ordered and your, pro- your plans are perfect for us, Lord. We are your children, we are your daughters and son and daughters, Lord. So we don't want to believe the lie of the devil. They keep saying that you're not good enough, you are this, you are that, the accuser of our brethren, Lord. No, we believe in your word. We trust in you, Lord, that you, Lord, as we put you first, and you, you will bless us, Lord. You will use us mightily, Lord, to advance of your kingdom. We thank you, God, that us, our life will be ordered, Lord, According to your word, our life is not messy, oh God. We can control, take a hold of our life because we follow you, God. 
Because you are the master. We are just a steward, God. If we surrender all to you, you will take over, God. You will take over and start changing us, Lord, from the inside out. Changing our heart. Changing our perception. Changing our relationship. Changing, Lord, the way we handle our financial, Lord. I thank you, God. We want to put, Lord, more priorities on our time as well. Set a time, Father, to like Mary did, Lord. Stand, Lord, just standing in your presence, waiting for you, Lord. Be still and know that you are God, you say, Lord. Sometimes we need that stillness, Lord, in all the business of our life. Just to be still and know that you are God. In that stillness, oh God, that you can do many things for us. You can open doors for us, Lord. Things that we try to do, Lord, has been banging our heads, Lord, never, they're never going anywhere, Lord. But just in a flick of your finger, Lord, you open the doors and things starting to change, Lord. We don't have to work hard. We don't have to sweat too much, Lord, because we live in your blessing, oh God. Your goodness and your mercy follow us all the days of our life. And that is your promise. And we believe in your promise, O oh Lord. And we thank you for that promise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless you all.